Welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love at any age to let their genius blossom. I'm your host, Diane Flanagan, a very proud mama bear of a son named Nicholas, and the reason I created this show. I share stories each week on our victories and our fiascos. <laughs> The whole goal is to pay it forward, to give back, because what worked for us might work for someone else out there. So if you're listening, thank you. And the goal of today's show is to sort of pique your interest a little bit, to really think about your own stories, your own adventures you've been on with your children or your students. Who are you mentoring? How are you making an impact? on the next generation. When you take a leap, you are mindful of your choices, but you may not know quite yet where that path leads to. I think that's, that's what makes our lives so interesting. The element of surprise. Trying things we've never done before while having confidence in ourselves and our sphere of influence. I've put this theory to the test perhaps one too many times. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Well, last year when Nicholas was home from school on a visit, we decided to go on a cave tour in Canmore, Alberta. Seems like an unlikely location, but yes, there is caves out there. So, and, and we had been on many cave tours before. There is a beautiful cave in Barbados. If you ever get to that island, Harrison Caves is wonderful. There is a fantastic cave in Carlsbad, New Mexico, as well as one on the way to Tucson, Arizona. Not to mention, Nicholas and I have been cave diving in a cenote in Mexico. So we thought, yeah, let's do this. Let me just say it's not your average cave. No siree. <laughs> the tour, well, we went on a tour because you need to go on a tour in order to access the cave. And it began, it was well organized. It began with a nice gentle hike up the mountain, Grotto Mountain. Very scenic, very peaceful, very majestic. It is beautiful scenery, beautiful. In our group of nine people, eight, eight of us and the tour guide, I'm going to say I was the elder. I was the oldest one there, yes I was. <laughs> and it became quite apparent when I could hear people whispering, um, walking behind me, my mom would never do this. Can you believe his mom's going caving? And on and on it went. Oh my goodness. I thought, I'm young. I'm vibrant. I have spunk and energy. Age is just a state of mind. What are they talking about? I'll show them youngins. Oh, it gets more interesting. <laughs> the first sign should have been the whispers. Can you believe his mom is doing this? The second sign should have been the notice at the entrance to the cave. 
danger. Ah, okay. Third, the fact that I had to pull myself up on a rope to the entrance of the cave. All right, there's some, some physical attributes going on here. And then finally, the warning of our tour guide. Once we were inside the entrance of the cave, to please don't step back. Pardon me, don't lean back because we're all sitting on our popos. As there is a 50 foot drop, 15 meter drop behind you. And in as much as there's bat guano, it would not cushion our fall. <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay, that's okay. We were alert, we were awake, we were excited. And as we shimmied our way into the cave, yes, shimmied, <laughs> oh my gosh, on our popos, because we could not stand up. There was not enough room for that. My interest was peaked. We were now on a great adventure. We were of the mindset to have a successful day. We were excited. Even when we didn't realize we would be underground for five hours. <laughs> yeah, five hours of shimmying and shaking and crawling our way through the cave. I have never in my life had to use so much self-talk, so much mind over matter, which I just spoke about in the last episode, in my life. I talked to myself with positive, mindful affirmations. I can do it. This is exciting. We can make it. It's going to be worth every moment. We're creating a fast end. <laughs> We're creating a fantastic memory together. And on and on and on, my silent mantras went for five hours. Five hours. You know, and it worked. I'm living proof that it worked. And it's possible. And you don't have to take my word for it. There's a very famous uh, professor of psychology at Harvard University named Ellen Langer. And she says, it's important to open our minds to what's possible instead of presuming impossibility. She even goes on to say that it can lead to better health at any age, any age, better health, opening possibility into our minds on what's possible. It's, it's just, it's, it's just so, so simple yet so profound. It, it's amazing. I will admit out loud, <laughs> I almost lost it that day. I really did. It, and it wasn't even when we were laying diagonally, shimmying with the face of Grotto Mountain about, mm, what would it be, <laughs> two, maybe three centimeters, uh, what is that, about an inch from our face, yeah, if you can imagine, there, there was a rock face right there, and 
And why is it even repelling when the rope that I was coming down on was being jiggled by somebody who thought that was super funny? Yeah. Thank you, Spotter. I actually enjoyed repelling. So there you have it. It wasn't even when I had to pull myself up, not only on the rope, but on, on, on the rock face, up, uphill, <laughs> out of the cave. It wasn't even then. It was in the laundry chute. Yes, the laundry chute. If you have a laundry chute in your house, you know it's traditionally for clothes to go from upstairs, downstairs to the laundry room. This passageway was named the laundry chute for a very obvious reason, and I actually feel anxious just even talking about it. So I'm gonna have a little chat with myself for a minute. So the guide went down ahead of us to lead the way. And then the next person went, and then it was my turn. And we were going to, you know, take our time to go down this laundry chute. And so the person who went ahead of me was still, hmm, well, let's say they were in arm's length. And I completely blanked out. I couldn't remember the instructions, what I was supposed to do next. And it wasn't mindlessness. It wasn't because of that. It wasn't blinding me. It was the fear. Oh my gosh. In order to enter the laundry chute, you needed to sit down. And this tour had promised the laundry chute would provide a little extra challenge and a little extra fun. What I didn't mention was a little person ahead of me decided it would be funny to grab my feet just as I was about to sit down to the entrance. Well, I freaked and I was I was debilitated, you know, because I had gone into it mentally prepared, mentally prepared to succeed, mentally prepared to go into the unknown without knowing what was at the other end, and then mentally prepared with the courage to trust myself. But when they grabbed my legs, that was frightening, and I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't. I looked at Nicholas who has no fear, <laughs> seriously, and asked him to pull me out because I'd already gone too far in order to pull myself up. And as he approached me to help me to grab my arms, as I was panicking, as I was in a tizzy, as I was literally starting to hyperventilate, I got a little nudge. A nudge in the form of the guide yelling up the laundry chute. I don't even know how I heard him. Sit down. And I'm like, what? And I did, I just sat down and off I went. And if you ever <laughs> go in this laundry chute, be prepared because your face is sideways and it's smooshed against the rock. And all you have is a glimmer of light from the headlamp on your hard hat and it's a single beam is a glow and I am going down this laundry chute and I'm wriggling in the pitch black and my lights flailing all around and I'm just like 
And as I was descending on this diagonal, because it, it's not straight, straight down, it's a diagonal down, so hence you have to rither a lot. I have no idea what was going through my mind. All I knew was I was going because there was no turning back. And I went for it and I succeeded. It was the most amazing, scary thing I've ever done. Pushing myself both physically and mentally at the same time. It, it, it's, it's something I will never, ever forget. Especially because what I haven't told you is there was a plan B. I didn't have to go down the laundry chute. I could have waited. Waited for everybody else to go to have that experience. Because there, there is a way of around it that the guide would have been able to um, loop around and come back and get me. And I almost took that path. I had, I had reached out to get out of the laundry chute. And I would have if I hadn't been nudged. If I hadn't had that little nudge, that little voice of encouragement. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. That's an excerpt from a poem from Robert Frost. And it's my peaceful thought on taking that road less traveled because I had a choice. I could have gone the easy route and I chose to go for it. So I took a leap that day. I took a big one. <laughs> and I'd like to think it made me a stronger person. I think it really has. Giving up is not an option when you're in a cave. You have to depend on yourself not only physically, but mentally. Mentally, to think through the process and emotions and keep strong, regardless of what's going on in your environment. So I literally, I literally in the laundry chute had to just turn inward. I mean, okay, so I talked to myself for five hours in the cave that day, but in that one compressed space, there was part of me that knew what I had to do, knew exactly how to get through it. <laughs> Instinct, determination, and a little nudge along the way. It was worth it. Where's the reward? The reward of not only seeing the beautiful grotto and sparkling water as a pond or a little river at the bottom, the stalactites and the stalagmites forming with every drop. But seeing myself in a whole new light after being underground for five hours. Take the leap, regardless of your age, and try something new. Life is not a spectator sport. It's an adventure. This cave tour, though, well... I'm not saying go on a cave tour and squeeze yourself through little tiny pockets in the rocks. <laughs> it's not for everyone. And it's not for the faint of heart. 
You don't have to go caving to face life unafraid. Just open your mind to what's possible. I hope, I truly hope I have inspired you to think about great adventures you've been on with your children or students or even on your own. That your thoughts are daydreaming on the possibilities and the ideas are being refreshed because you remember now. You remember, wow, I remember how that felt. I remember that I have courage. I am relentless and I'm going to take the leap and try something new because I've done it before. I can do it again. You are relentless. It's such an exciting feeling. It really is. Nicholas told me later that day on the drive home that he really enjoyed the cave and he really enjoyed trying something absolutely different, something new, something unexpected, especially because it was so different from the other caves we've been in. And it stretched him too and in his thoughts as he really, really did a lot more exploring in that cave than I did. And he was really calm and relaxed, squeezing through these tiny little spaces. And he liked listening to the water droplets in the dark and just, you know, taking it all in. And then he added, every now and then, you know, I'd say to myself, what would happen if there was an earthquake? Thank you, Nicholas, for not mentioning that while we were in the cave, in the rat's nest cave, nose to nose with Grotto Mountain. <laughs> oh my goodness, here I thought you'd say, you know, I was just like composing some music in my mind or something, you know, because you're a great uh, composer and uh, thank you for the, for the music for the show. But I wasn't expecting, oh, I wonder what would have happened if there was an earthquake, yeah. Okay, so, well, it turns out the experience was great for both of us. And we both really felt more appreciative of nature, more appreciative of the great outdoors, not to mention, oh, I don't know, fresh air, sunshine. <laughs> oh, Einstein said, Look deep into nature, and then you will understand everything better. Mission accomplished. As I wrap up the show, I want to remind you, we are all born with a gift. We're all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within. Next week's show is inspired by an educator who asked me to explore the balance between life, work, being a mother, an advocate for my child, all while maintaining my own persona. Live mindful, my friends. Remember, if I can shimmy down a laundry chute, I can do anything. What's your laundry chute? Find it and hold on to it with all your might, all your might because life is not a spectator sport. I'll see you next week.